0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: I mean, no one plans to get sick, and yet, here we are. My name is Matthew Zachary. I survived cancer, a stroke, and COVID-19, and somehow, I'm still here. I also survived our stupid broken healthcare system, and I want to help you survive it too. So let's go make healthcare suck less together. Because you know what? We're all out of patience. Hey, that's the name of the show. And we're back. Hey, everyone. If you like the show, please consider leaving a review, a rating, a like. We still poke people on Facebook. No, I don't think that aged very well at all. Anyway, on today's show, I welcome Melissa Boudreaux, endometriosis advocate and the latest podcast hero to join Offscript Media. It took years and years of suffering the debilitating effects of endometriosis and a battery of unrelated tests before Melissa would finally get diagnosed with the disease. That's because it's not talked about. Despite the fact that one in 10 women have it, it takes an average of seven to 10 years for most women to get diagnosed properly. That is not okay. And Melissa has dedicated her life to changing all that. She started the podcast, The Cycle, to get the conversation going in the first place and help endo patients share their stories, share their grievances, and move the needle to make everything suck less, for people like them. And she's here right now today to tell us that story. Enjoy the show and be sure to subscribe to The Cycle wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm thrilled to be joined by Melissa Boudreau, host of The Cycle Endometriosis podcast right here on the Offscript Media Network. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for joining us. I'm a huge fan.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here too.
1: So as a human without a uterus, (laughs) I am... (laughs) This is a a true fact. Yeah, we're in the fact world at this point. (laughs) Gratefully, women in my life, my wife, my sister-in-law, my mom, have not been impacted by endometriosis. So I'm not brought up to what it is. You decided to do an entire show about it. Educate me. What are these symptoms? How do you know you have this?
0: So uh, symptoms can, you can have zero symptoms or symptoms can start with very painful killer cramps during your cycle each month. Some people have those symptoms. Some people don't. Other symptoms can be digestive issues. Sometimes this disease is often misdiagnosed as IBS. So you could have digestive, you could have pain, you could have sciatica. So really it can manifest itself in many ways. Typically it comes up around your cycle and, and that would be the first steps. But some people who are asymptomatic and have no symptoms at all, they may encounter, you know, struggling with fertility And then that's when they may find out that they have the disease. So it's very difficult in that way to know what symptoms are pointing towards potentially having endometriosis. But most people that I've interviewed on the show, it starts with very painful killer cramps at a younger age with their cycle.
1: Is it fair to say that this is one of the more difficult conditions to diagnose properly?
0: I think it is, but I also believe that it's because of a lack of awareness. And for so many years, people are told painful cramps are normal and they're not. And that's the biggest misconception. So really the reason why I started the cycle was awareness and, and just getting the awareness out there that no, that is not normal. Killer cramps are not okay.
1: Maybe that should have been the name of your show. The killer Cramps. <laughs> sounds like a great band. You and I should have started in college. <laughs>
0: Sounds like an 80s band to me. Killer cramps, big hair.
1: Yeah, totally a hair band, the killer cramps. That's hysterical. So I love everything about what you do because you do have a very humorous tongue-in-cheek bent. And while it's kind of easy to take things terribly seriously, which they are, were you predisposed to that level of like just moxie and personality or did it come to you because of the inanity of the just nature of your having this condition?
0: I've always been someone who just doesn't take myself too seriously. I mean, I do take myself seriously, but I don't, if that makes any sense. But I just believe in living in a super lighthearted, let's have fun and make the best of it. And I think having endometriosis may have actually shadowed that for me for a little bit, just because I was so sick for such a long period of time. But I also think it's given me this way to approach the disease in a way that I can just be hopeful and positive. And my goal is to hopefully spread that to others.
1: You've had some really notable folks on your show in the past. Can you give my listeners a sense of if they go back and binge your show or what they can be looking forward to?
0: Yeah. So there's been a lot of notable people, but I do want to say, the everyday story is so important because the disease manifests itself in such different ways that someone may identify with this person's story over that person's story. But one of the the greatest episodes is I have a doctor on, his name is Dr. Nickel, Nicholas Fogelson. And he is very open and honest about why he thinks things are the way they are with endometriosis. He's actually a doctor. He's a specialist. And he really, we talked for almost an hour and a half and he gets into the nitty gritty details of the disease, which I am not, you know, a medical professional to give those details. And then I also had on acclaimed author, Jessica Mernane. She is very well known in the endometriosis space. And she has two books out and recently just published a book that actually gives almost a toolkit to help people who may be having symptoms or struggling with symptoms from endometriosis.
1: Just working in oncology for so long, there are always common threads and common themes that pop up consistently, especially with patient stories and just human interest, misdiagnosis, awareness, What are the most common things you consistently hear from your community?
0: People see multiple medical professionals without a diagnosis and without acknowledgement that it could be endometriosis and the delay in diagnosis. That is definitely one of the major themes, seven to 10 years.
1: I don't have a real response to that except just, wow.
0: Yeah, that's pretty intense.
1: So I have personal friends from college and high school who deal with all sorts of fabulous women's health conditions, fibromyalgia. One of them has uh, type 1 diabetes. And they call themselves like the mommy hackers. I love the term. Where do moms of young kids who have to deal with these chronic conditions, where do you muster the strength to stay an awesome parent? Is that a life hack universe?
0: I think it must be, I don't have children and a lot of people who have endometriosis do struggle in that area, but I will say the people who have children, you know, and they find a way to manage it all. So it is challenging, but one thing that I've found about all the incredible warriors that have been on the show is everyone seems to put their children, their family ahead of their disease.
1: That's very courageous. Melissa Boudreau, B-O-U-D-R-E-A-U. Melissa Boudreau, that kind of sums you up in a nutshell. If I had to come up with like your tagline, it's like shit happens, don't be a dick and make the most of it.
0: (laughs) I like it. Don't be a dick, make the most of it. And we're here, let's live this life.
1: So fun fact for my listeners, (laughs) Melissa, I'm gonna paraphrase this, I'll let you do a deeper dive, was so pissed that there was like no food for endometriosis patients that she invented her own fucking food for endometriosis. <laughs> Tell us about your nutrition bar.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I I was on the go all the time and I was like, there's literally not a protein bar that I can find that is dairy and gluten free. So I don't want to dive too deep into it, but inflammation is one of the main things with a lot of diseases, but with endometriosis. And so I'm allergic to dairy. I avoid gluten and you don't have to avoid those things. If you have the disease, I just want to be really clear, but I do feel better. And a lot of people I've talked to feel better when they don't eat those things. So I'm on the go all the time. And I'm like, I literally can't even find a protein bar that isn't loaded with sugar and all of this stuff. So I just decided to make one. It's called It Fits Bar. It fits And we're vegan gluten free one gram of sugar, and I happen to think they taste pretty good. So yeah, that was my side hustle and still is.
1: I'm awaiting my shipment, by the way.
0: (laughs) Send me your address.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The whole purpose of you and I speaking on this bonus episode is to introduce my listeners to your show because you did join the Offscript Media Network of Podcasts, and it was such a welcome and refreshing voice to bring on to our community what has been your experience getting onboarded and being part of a bigger voice of patient advocacy?
0: Well, I think you all are amazing. I'm just so grateful to be part of this group of people that Offscript has put together. Honestly, I know this sounds like a commercial for Offscript, but it's just so nice to be a part of something that's bigger, that's making change, not just for endometriosis, but on multiple fronts with multiple advocates. And It's really helped to raise my voice. And so I just, I am so grateful. I'm so appreciative of what Offscript is doing. And I think it's just so needed in the marketplace. As you know, and as I know, we have to advocate for ourselves. And that's one of the biggest lessons of having endometriosis that I've had is that I was afraid to advocate for myself in the beginning and afraid to talk about it. And now, I'm shaking the trees and trying to help people learn how to advocate for themselves. And I really feel like off script is a huge part of me getting that message out. So thank you so much.
1: Well, together our voices are louder. I have a one quick question for you here before you round up. Social media, good or bad for your community?
0: Ugh. You had to ask me a tough one, didn't you? (laughs) I think social media is very good. It actually has helped a lot of people discover endometriosis. And without social media, I don't know that as many people would know what it is and get diagnosis sooner, which is so incredibly important.
1: Well, like you said, stories are really all we have to tell. And it's unfortunate that, you know, awareness is only as good as being aware of something. And it's regrettable we still have to depend on happy accidents to find people like us and find communities where there's no judgment, no stigma, and people who can just help you like you said.
0: Exactly. That's exactly it.
1: The Cycle is a podcast about endometriosis, wellness, and managing diseases, coping strategies, sharing stories from people like you from all over the world. Melissa Boudreau, Thank you so much. And again, to my listeners, you can subscribe to the Cycle Endometriosis Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. And be sure to visit MelissaBajor.com and her rock band, The Killer Cramps, (laughs) on iTunes right now. I'm totally kidding. I'm getting my hair ready. That's all for today, folks. If you like today's show, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, follow us on social, and tell all your friends to listen. Out of Patience with Matthew Zachary is a product of Offscript Media. Our executive producer is Matthew Zachary. Our senior producers are Brianna Seeley, Jen Horinger, and Andrew McDowell. It is mixed and edited by Brianna Seeley. Our theme music is by the Mike Van Allen Quintet and by Mara. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscript.com. Hit us up at contact at offscript.com to share comments, feedback, and make recommendations.